Beard Bros. Campfire Fun, fun time. time. I'm Grant. I'm Tyler. We're back. We have a good one for you. I know we left you guys at Thanksgiving there with the court case still going on. Uh, we still really don't know anything else about it yet, of course. So uh, we'll move on from that. <laughs> First off, Facebook page. Like us, follow us. We appreciate it. Beer Bros Campfire Fun Time. Search us on there. Give us a like and a follow. Give us a review on there. Maybe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You know, Google, wherever you listen to us, give us a review. It means a lot. We appreciate any kind of feedback. Absolutely. Even if it's negative and toxic, we don't care. We think it's funny. Yeah. So, we also have the option at the end of every episode and on our page, too, for listener support. If we just touch you, if we move you in a good way and you feel like helping us out a little bit, again, we appreciate it. Um, otherwise, we will never charge for what we're going to be doing. Uh, this podcast will always be free may be interrupted occasionally by ads, but we'll do what we have to do to keep uh, putting out what we like doing. And uh, first off, we got in talks with uh, Branded Bills about our merch. So this is a story. Man. Well, I first heard Cameron Haynes talk about his merch with Branded branded Bills, and I had seen their Facebook ads a bunch, and I was like, well, it's it looks like high-quality merch, so I'll inquire and looked at their stuff yeah the prices are definitely a bit more than more than others but it looks high quality the reviews are great so i was emailing them and then i got no response back so i emailed again i got someone else talking to me about a week later and then i lost contact with them too within oh man within like two emails yeah so it sounds now, like they're just giving you the run around a yeah, little bit i got two people that i'm supposedly opened up a case with and no one's talking to me back. And then I get a third person after I email, I think, two or three more times to, to no contact. I got this lady named Rachel. And she was like, um, yeah, this other person that you were talking to is no longer with us, unfortunately. Ooh. I was like, okay. Um, so, and she's like, okay, but we have all your information. We'll go ahead and, uh, you know, run up these uh, markups and... I'll get back with you once I get all your logo and everything done on it. I'm like, perfect. So she emails back the next day. And it's not our logo. <laughs> it had your and my name on the front as if people would want to walk around wearing our first and last name. I mean, that's kind of cool. I kind of want a hat, though, you know. But, no. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's no good. And I was... So I emailed back. I'm like, uh, yeah. Unf un unfortunately, that is not the logo at all that I sent in. And I was like, I don't even know, honestly, how you got that. Because yeah. so, I'm just looking at it on my computer, but that isn't our logo to anything. I was like, maybe I sent the wrong one to one of those individuals I was talking to. But So I sent them the updated logo, which is the one on our Beer Bros Campfire Fun Time uh, Facebook page. Uh, it'll be that tan one with the mountains in the background, and that's kind of what we're going for on a leather patch style trucker hat, curved nice. trucker. So I'm really excited about those. We're going to have a very, very, very limited quantity of them. We're not rich. we got to buy them all up front, and I don't really want to take money from you guys no. without having a product. I don't like that, so I'm going to buy a bunch of these hats with Tyler here, and then we're going to flip around and sell them. Um, and they're unisex, so yep. even the ladies. Yeah. They're going to make go. great presents. Uh, definitely won't be in time for Christmas this year. We're not We're not shooting that, but we're looking for, you know, birthday gifts, uh, 
early spring turkey season oh. gifts. Huh? Yeah. You know, gifts for your hunter and your family, all that kind of stuff. We're going to be <clears throat> getting those out soon, um, hopefully, as long as the emails don't get lost again. Accidentally yeah. lost. Which has been, I mean, kind of that weird? The communication is still done by emails nowadays? You know what I mean? I mean, it makes sense because that's less people that you have to sit there constantly waiting to answer a phone, you know, because there's missed orders and the potential to sell or inquire about information during closed hours yeah, is tremendous, true. you know, and that's that's honestly why internet t- seems to dominate retail. Like, retail locations are not able to keep up with internet oh, due no. to prices, storage, and, <clears throat> you know, workers and everything. They always have the leg up, but... Oh, did you hear the Amazon plant here? It has to shut down for a little bit. The Amazon... Huh. Yeah, because they found a whole bunch of black mold in the ceiling. Hundreds of thousands of square feet of was black Was it an old mold. warehouse or was it a new no, building? No, it's a new building, but they had some kind of leak uh, in there that, in between yeah. the layers or something. And I got a buddy that I work with, his wife, I guess. They're still paying her every day well, yeah. to work, but she's not going into work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's So that's resolved. Song. So that's, that's a ripping off a whole huge roof <laughs> you know what i mean and cleaning all that up before they get going again i bet you they're gonna have to do some sort of investigation to figure out the source of that because yeah, if no they telling. can figure out what the builder's that, gonna get uh, gonna, fine yeah. for sure yeah that's a massive speaking of that you see that a plumber that was working on old uh horrible human being terrible blasphemous pharisee uh joel osteen the uh televangelist and uh, TV. Yeah. Well, our church was robbed. He's folks, a multi-millionaire. $600,000. And by the grace of God, we'll go on, but I, I just don't see how we're going to do it. turns out, years later, the plumber just was working, found, found $600,000 cash in the wall of the bathroom. What if that was someone else pulling it out? Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, someone working with the treasury <laughs> or something just, oh, got scared. I'm going to stuff in the wall real I quick. don't trust Joel Osteen right. at all or any of those guys that do that kind of stuff on TV. That's a No, you, you that's transform religion into a business. That's, yeah. not, that's not good. Yeah, and of course, what do you expect? Found all $600,000 <laughs> right yeah. in the bathroom wall. He was probably in that bathroom every day just, like, sweating. <laughs> just... Yeah, but that'd be a write-off if it's stolen. That's exactly what it was. And so he was just waiting years and years and years for it to go away and didn't anticipate someone to, you know, find it. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's crazy. But you shouldn't be listening to those televangelists anyway. I don't think I've ever seen a single televangelist on TV that's ever moved me in any way. But I don't watch long enough. They have the cadence of just a, you know. A scammer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's not an con honor. artist right there. Yep. They might seem good on the outside, but they've got worse intentions. I can guarantee that. Because to me, it, it sounds and looks like they're going into a character in the same way that you would do an impression or act. Oh. And they're like, I'm going to go up on stage. I'm going to. Have you ever seen steal those videos where, uh, like, uh, uh, the Pentecostal type. Or, you know, they're anointing people, you know, touching them on the forehead, and, and they just get knocked out. over, yeah, falling like waves, over like a big wave. Waves. And of... people add sound bites, you know, so they make yeah. it like, pew, 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 yeah, yeah, right, your Mortal Kombat the, or whatever. I saw the street fight. <laughs> <laughs> you see waves of just people. Just knocking people over. <laughs> Speaking of that, 
you need to watch if you haven't. Uh, it's called Miracles for Sale, I believe. What is that TV show? Darren Brown again, the Darren Brown. psychologist, mentalist, uh, illusionist. Oh, and, yeah. You know that guy that does everything. That did the assassination thing. That you know tried to see if the assassination of JFK was legitimate. All sorts of things, and he proves and disproves things but he mostly shows you how to do how to use your mind it's not magic and right. he and he shows you he's like it's not magic it's not and it's not supernatural when people are telling you it is and they're trying to do things he's like it's not because you can influence people if you yes. know the right correct, and that is you know. the danger that he saw in it, and that's why he's doing what he's doing to kind of educate people well miracles for sale is exactly what it sounds like he wants to show everyone the fraud in televangelists, faith healers, street miracle workers, yeah. scammers that have literally been doing the same tricks since like the 13, 1400s. It's like the same old like one leg is shorter than the other. Now before your very eyes, I'm going to I'm right. going to straighten it and they evoke the name of God while doing it. You know, trying to claim get that extra, power yeah even though they know terrible. that's not what they're doing and they're and they're trying to claim esteem and glory afterwards for doing it and again that's a horrible horrible wrong thing to do and it doesn't work it's a fake it's a scam you're playing with people's emotions you're playing with people's illnesses and injuries and when people are at their weakest generally is when they seek God. Oh, right? yeah, they're vulnerable, they're so they're going to get vulnerable. into it. Right. So Miracles for Sale, Darren is sickened by this, and he does his normal sorting and application process where he doesn't tell anyone what it's for, but Darren gets a large swath of people and narrows it down to the perfect candidate by his hmm. by Someone his who's standards. easily influential, and he can Easily get, uh, influential. He has he wants. almost the look of what we would perceive as Jesus. You know, long hair, very calming. The voice is great, you mm. know, and he starts like that, and he's like, I'm going to train you to be a minister. He's, he's like kind of of faith, so he's really uncomfortable with this, mm. and it causes massive problems throughout this. It's on YouTube, and I might be elsewhere but it's it's on youtube and it's free um but <clears throat> i'm not going to give all of it away but eventually he wrestles with his faith and he comes back with darren and he's like listen i understand that i think we have to do this because there's too many fraudulent people right. using god's name in vain and using it incorrectly and scamming people out of money and he's like that is wrong and if i can just help if me doing this helps people not give their money away to televangelists on TV and do all this. He's like, then I'll do it. And he teaches him. He enrolls him in all these like private seminars. He, he mm. brings, you know, televangelists that are willing to, to, you know, kind of teach with him. And then he creates a false name for this pastor, a false business, a false background and a story. So he can get him into a big Texas church and speak. Because that's the speaking in front the of Mona a Lisa. lot of people. Yeah. That's the Mona Lisa. But this is what he's going to do. He said, instead of, which is what they do, they beat you down with the revival for two, three hours from this guest minister, which mm -hmm. we know that. Yeah. And then what happens the second he's done speaking, Tyler? 
We got the offering plate coming That's right exactly around. Correct. We need you to help. Uh, exactly any, correct. any, anything will help us, even if it's a dollar or a thousand dollars. And through a series of uh, neurolinguistic sequencing, to allow someone to speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down. Add in some music. Go back to emotion. Anger some emotion. Yeah. You are be beating them down. And they're submitting to you, but they don't know it. And what happens, just like you said, the second it's done, they pass the offering around because now it's time to feel that calling in your heart. No, that's your pain and sorrow of boredom and, you know, severe vulnerability that you're feeling. It's not God calling you. It's a it's a scam in that instance. Exactly. If the whole thing is a process to get to this point, to get your money then something's a little bit flawed here. And Darren's Mona Lisa was right at this second where he beats him down, where this his, this this pastor that he trained beats right. him down. He sits there and he closes the book and he's and he, he goes, no, this is about the time that I'd normally pass. And he goes quickly and for the throat. And then in the middle of it, there's people screaming, crying, you know, and he says, these people are here to take advantage of you. He literally throws, throws everyone under the, under the bus. You see everyone get uncomfortable. And then he's like, thank you. Praise be to God. And may God actually bless you. And you see him drop the microphone. It's silent. And he walks backstage and Darren and him run to the limo and they peel out and get out of there oh as quick gosh. as they could. But my gosh, is it revealing yeah. it's revealing because even for people like us that grew up in church i've seen that mm-hmm. not accusing the churches or the people of anything because there is a time for offering there's time for tithing but now in my age i understand hypnosis i understand neurolinguistic programming how we sequence you know when someone extends their hand to shake it it says nice to meet you you naturally reach your hand out that's your neuroling. It's just your natural reaction, right? Well, those natural reactions can be doctored and they can be manipulated very, very easily. And you don't have to have a special degree. You just have to know the operation. And Darren exposes all of this kind of mm. thinking and operation. And he shows you how it's done mm. so that in the hopes that if you ever catch yourself getting this done to, you can, right. well, wait a second. I'm being manipulated right now. No. Pause. Stop them because they're powerful and I need to move away or I need to think about what I need to do to get out of this situation. And even beyond religion, you know, you see all the psychics and all the, you know, all those type of people. I remember a guy, I just recently looked it up, but it was James Randi. He's the one that offered the million dollars challenge for the paranormal challenge. So if you could basically prove him, hey, he's he's great. You can read my mind or you can, you know, whatever the case is, he was going to give you a million dollars. And the first challenge was in 1964. Over a thousand people applied. None were successful. And they terminated it 2015. There was a guy. He went on a TV. He well, many of them did. You can watch it on YouTube. That's a really good one. I'm glad you brought it up. This guy told everyone he could turn pages with his mind. Mm. So he sat there, and this guy's not having it. He's like, well, I'm here, to, I'm here to say that it's a clear scam, and I'll show you how. I believe that every time it gets down by the paper, it looks like he's moving his head, but he's actually blowing it, and he's turning the page with his breath. So what I propose, and he takes his lightweight stuff and just puts it all around the book, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah. turn the page now. 
If you turn the page, you will prove that you have psychic power. And you're not using wind. (laughs) And you see him like. (laughs) Really concentrating on that page. (laughs) And he's like. All of the all of the uh, foam that's been placed around is statically blocking the uh, energies in the ch- like he, oh, he, he just and he's just like so you're saying you can't do it yeah, you're yes. saying that this here defers and he's like yeah I can't what if we clear some of it I'll clear some of it and you see him like pick some of it away <laughs> right. and, and you see him try and get down and it clearly moves the stuff when oh, he yeah. blows on it because he tries to be real gentle and hit the top yeah he's just a scammer and thankfully to internet and cameras and over time we've exposed these guys because a lot of these scams have been happening for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years on people and i guarantee you those people ruled courts and ruled over people because if you do some crazy magic you can work your way up a ladder if you know how to manipulate the you know the right people for sure especially in an age where they didn't have science you know or any understanding it was just what they saw and what they could explain and whatever they couldn't they just left it to the unexplainable or if you did a lot of stuff that they couldn't explain like dude if you took that one basketball player like the professor have you seen him on youtube and the white dude that yeah came, he's, that a, he's he, a beast he's he really is one of the best ball handlers i've ever seen yeah. one of the best ball handlers i've ever seen if you took him transported him like 600 years ago they'd probably kill him yeah they would think he'd be like a witch or a sorceress a wi- or something how he's sorcerer. making like moving people but he's not moving they're moving yeah. themselves by you know how he's moving the ball and stuff yeah that's exactly it and you makes you wonder how much of history has been, you know, capitalized is because someone exploited like a scam or a skill that people didn't didn't know that they. Or, I mean, they were even able if you're do. overly charming, I mean, look at Adolf Hitler won the thousands over, you know, yeah, manipulated was, the thousands. Yeah, those those kinds of people are interesting because they always they always have something that captivates people or. They're master manipulators. Like, you know, how do you go from being voted in, being the party that was voted in by the popular people, you know, by everybody in that area, to killing everybody right. shortly thereafter? You know, it's like, how did you not see any of that? There, You mean to tell me there wasn't a single red flag? I find that hard to believe the military are stacking up at great defense i'm just saying i find that really hard to believe that someone one person and a group of people were able to just straight up captivate well that's really ignorant i take back what i said look at our country yeah look look at 2021 yeah look at joe biden how sleepy joe i mean it's it's horrendous people that voted for him don't even admit it anymore they don't say it. They just say, oh, I didn't vote. Well, someone had to. Yeah. Someone voted. Could someone all those voted. those dead people on the ballots, you know? No telling. It wasn't me. Say that. But speaking of that, Kamala Harris's team is leaving her like crazy in her office. You know why? Because she's a fraud. Well, yeah. And she's terrible. But, <laughs> but because they're scared to be labeled as a Harris team member. Oh, my gosh. Because she has the lowest, the absolute lowest approval rating of any vice president in American history. No, I believe and that. Joe Biden has some of 
the lowest since World War One. <laughs> I've never. And need I remind you what happened then, guys? We had a Democratic president round up American citizens for Japanese ancestry and throw them in a concentration camp on our soil. Need I remind you that that was that was the Democrat president that did that. Unfortunately, in that time, he rounded up American citizens. If you looked Asian, you were thrown into a concentration camp on our soil. That's a horrible thing. And those approval ratings were abysmal then. And in 2021, the Biden administration's approval ratings are hovering right there, man. So I wonder if uh, left side will actually give in and maybe throw out an impeachment. They, I mean, or you know, he's, who just, knows. he's just a puppet, anyways. It doesn't really. Unfortunately, matter, I guess. the left and the right, as we we know, they're they're the same. They're the party. They're they're never gonna get broken up. They're never gonna throw themselves under the bus because they'll be throwing each other and them. They're all the same. They're all connected. They can't. Yeah. They act like they fight, and then they buy from each other, sell to each other, and keep each other in power this whole time because it makes them all this money. I don't think that it's going to come from either of those parties. I think that possibly someone will utilize one of those parties just to get up, kind of like Donald Trump did, where he's not a Republican. Everybody knows that. Right. But he utilized the Republican Party because he saw that at least, honestly, they had a fair-ish trial to be a candidate, right? Oh yeah. Whereas if we saw what happened multiple times to even Bernie Sanders alone, just gets burned in the end, and then over and over, he again. takes his check and steps out of the way. Basically, yeah. is how it works. And this is exactly he he knew that he couldn't be a Democrat candidate because they would never ever allow him to be the candidate. It's the same way they never allowed Tulsi Gabbard to be the candidate or even stand on stage with them. I mean, she demolished Kamala Harris demolished her Kamala has the worst history ever in like modern politics for a a colored woman politician where where she's boasted about those two pronouns being like I am the first you know colored woman I'm the first african-american just trying to woman grab that label vice to grab that market yeah, that's it yep. grab that certain percentage of people and just, just like you're obama that. to me where yeah. you used your title and your skin color to manipulate people and to cheat people and scam them and what happened in the end you had a lot of pissed off people that felt very very betrayed by president obama and i didn't vote for him either term i almost did the first term um, but I didn't vote for him either term, but I was very, very unhappy with the drone strikes. Was that 35 to 40,000 innocent civilians killed by drones the most ever by any president under Obama's watch? Yeah, where, is that Syria? Or well, don't worry. That? No troops on the ground. Listen, listen. We as Americans, right? We as Americans, we don't need to be going over there spending endless money on wars, okay? What are we going to do? Because we're going to kill every single innocent innocent person there. <laughs> just wipe them out. Just flatline them. Women, I'm children, talking, all of them. <laughs> I'm talking, we'll make a glass factory out there in Syria. We'll call it Syrian glass. We'll sell it to the Israelis. We'll make tons of money. It'll be great. 
yeah, 35, 40,000 innocent civilians later, and every single person you just killed, you martyred for their own cause or belief. All for what gain? And guess how mad they're going to be at the person in the country and establishment that yeah. did that. So it wasn't Obama that lost. We lost. The United States of America. We lost bad, man. We as Americans lose when our politicians do this kind of stuff around the world. They get out scot-free, live their tens of millions, hundreds of millionaire Retire life. wherever they want to, do whatever they want. They live in Martha's to. Vineyard. Obama lives in Martha's Vineyard. With Nancy Pelosi and all those kind of guys. Like, come on. Yikes. He's a man of the people, right? Oh, Barrio. Oh, Barrio. Don't sleep on Barrio, huh? No? I'll tell you that much. Yeah, the guy's an idiot. He conned everybody. Just like Bush conned everybody. Clinton conned everybody. You you guys keep getting conned. We keep getting conned as Americans. You got to stand up and start thinking, start looking at documents yourself like the ones I, just, I mentioned earlier. I just think everything in the political system is a either a long con or a short con, you know? Yeah. They're going to swindle you either from the get-go or in the long run. Yeah. How do you get by that? I don't know. Remove these people from power. Set term limits actually vote appropriately think ask questions call do things you got to do i don't know but it's getting crazy like no one's really who they say they are the candidates you want never see the light of day they're never allowed on stage and if they are they're not allowed to talk the ones you don't want talk yeah, or if they are talking it's a fed script that's been you know curated to be manipulating essentially i mean we saw an entire administration a vice president candidate, a.k.a. Kamala, go through her entire campaign laughing. That's all she did. Kamala, what do you have to say about the uh, withholding evidence, you know, about that that kept African-Americans locked away for slave labor to fight file? <laughs> she just laughs, and you're like, What? That's all she ever does. She just laughs when she's presented. She, where is she? No one knows. No one knows. When was the last time you saw her, guys? When was the last time you saw her? When was her last public appearance? When was the last time you see her, saw her give a speech? Now, I know a lot of you liberal cucks hated, hated Melania, but she was out there. She made a big deal about women's rights. She made a big deal about world hunger, and she made a big deal about sex trafficking and ending those things, right? Like ending those negative things against women's rights, against, you know, that those are good platforms. And not only did she just say that, she's like, I'm Melania and I'm going to do this. She didn't just say that. She continually worked for all four years with multiple organizations to help further those causes that she wanted, you know, to do. Um, she didn't vanish. She didn't neglect from going to the border for like a hundred and some days. I mean, like, this is absurd, man. She she's literally gone. Like I just pulled up. There is ten hours of Kamala Harris laughing. Yep. See <laughs> on a YouTube I, video. I told you. And they got remixed. I kind of want to see what this one's about, real quick. Because they've told her that she's so unlikable. Don't answer any <laughs> questions. And she's like, "What do I do? Just laugh and smile and act like they're dumb." You landed haymakers on Joe Biden. How did you go from being such a passionate opponent? It was a debate. There it is.
Yeah, that's all she does. That's though. ridiculous right she there. Just... <laughs> Kamala, how do you feel about Hitler? <laughs> Kim Jong-il? <laughs> yeah, just ridiculous, for sure. What? How does Afghanistan make you feel and how we withdrew and left hundreds and hundreds of Americans, thousands of Americans, we left innocent people, and tons of people died because of your administration's calling? He's so silly. He's so silly. Yeah, it's pretty absurd. <laughs> Dude, this is idiocracy. We're living. And then someone someone voted to get her in there. Someone vouched for her to get in the spot she's at. Uh, you know? Unfortunately, every person that voted for the Democrat did because that's who they shoot in. Right. So when you vote for this, just because you like one person, you're voting for the establishment to further the establishment. And this is the establishment. In case you haven't seen, guys, look at the world around you. It was undeniable, undeniable that for foreign policy and world affairs through Trump's four years, the world was safer. Look at how we are now. He did, Yeah, he didn't take any guff from anyone. No. It he was an immediately, up. hey, you're not going to yeah. do that here. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't think so. This yep. is the greatest country in the world. You're not doing that to us. Yeah, and... Like him or hate him, we're talking about foreign policies. Foreign policy was one of the best in modern times of any president. He didn't start any war. He argued for peace. He got us out of horribly indebting contracts that were unfair, completely he unfair to the United States. He had conversations with Putin. He had conversations with Kim Jong-un or Il or whatever. Il, you yeah. Know, Il. From North Korea. He was the first I mean, president to step on the soil. He was groundbreaking, and they obviously didn't like this. He was— yeah. He, he was able to communicate with the Saudi princes and stuff because they understood his wealth and he understood theirs, which is a whole other ballgame. And they kind of respected him for a dirty businessman that he was. Well, yeah, guess what? But he put his dirty businessman stuff on the side and he tried to run the presidency and run our country as an efficient business because like it or not our government is a business and everything's Many based businesses. on capitalism so why yes. not utilize that and treat it as such so tired of hearing that too our government's not a business what do they sell you products do they take money from you sounds like a business to me sounds like a business do to they me. tax everything yeah. you purchase yeah. hmm. just saying if you are gonna run a business and we all decided that we are because you like your iPhone, you like you know, you like your amenities, you like cheeseburgers down the block, you like bottles of water, you like listening to podcasts, you like all of these things. And everything you buy comes from somewhere. It's got to be yeah. imported, so we're, you know, comes from somewhere. We don't make everything. Yeah, it's been a interesting time, but I'm really, really hoping uh, more and more people again see the writing on the wall in front of their face because this last year and a half two years is undeniable what's going on and i'm not going to say what's going on you know what's going on you know what's going on you you guys aren't dumb i trust you you're not dumb you see what's going on and you know it's not right i'm not saying republicans are here to solve anything they're not they're not going to solve anything they had the house and stuff for four years they didn't do anything right democrats they're not going to solve anything They've had the House for God knows how long, and again, what gets done 
what gets done legitimately. It, it always gets blocked somehow, either with the other party or, you of know course, what I mean? It's always they say a standstill. Right. And that, that gets everyone, oh, yes, we're going to get this. It's a great idea. Let's follow with it. Ah, uh, it's uh, it kind of petered out with that big law we those tried to pass with all those gum Republicans kept us from doing it. You have the House and the Senate, and you mean to tell me you can't pass anything? Yeah, it's it doesn't make any sense. So what'd you do all year then if you didn't do anything? Yeah. Well, they worked for about three hours the whole year collaboratively. You know, collectively, if you add it up, three, three and a half. You know, they're actually sitting oh, there yeah. working. The rest of the time, they're just. Flying on airplanes, avoiding taxes. Signing checks, you know? Oh, yeah. And while you guys were locked up wearing masks <laughs> in all of our states, while we were just locked away, there was another picture of Joe Biden in a store two weeks ago in front of a mask that says, please wear mask are mandated. And right. he's no mask on. Of course. Standing in front of it. Yeah. Lead by example. That's our commander-in-chief. And he probably doesn't know what day of the week it is right now. No, there's no probably about that. He doesn't. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't. see, what time is it? What? It is 7.40. He is in bed. Oh, yeah. 7.41. Oh, he's been sleeping for about two or three hours oh, yeah. now. He watched his matlock earlier, you know, play a little canasta and just passed right out. little drool coming down Sleepy Joe's face. Yeah. I want you guys to wake up. I actually, I'm not going to tell his name. I'm super, super proud of him. You know him. Really good, really good friend. He, uh, He's in the band. I'll just say that. Oh, okay. If you look at me. He looks like he's eating ice cream. No. Oh, yeah, right. He, right. Uh, he mentioned something at practice the other day, and I. Do you guys still practicing? That's fantastic. Yeah, we're actually just, uh, we're about to play in, uh, let me see, Odyssey, Springfield, downtown Odyssey is running a Sweet Emotions one Ooh, year anniversary okay. with Sweet Emotion ice cream. That is going to be December 10th, downtown Springfield, Missouri nice. at the Odyssey Lounge. Come check us well, out. Zero that's, Zero's playing. That's next week, isn't it? Yep. Dang. We are six days away, we'll be able to uh, play that. We also have another one hoping, hoping for New Year's Eve show, but we'll see nice. where that's at, and I'll get back to that. I'm not exactly sure. Uh... Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. We were like, uh, I think it went around the conversation of something. Of, hey, we kind of took for granted that we got to see all the time. And then right now, oh, you yeah, can't yeah. see it another, all. Like, dang, dude, we haven't got to see good live live shows here in, in bits. So. Yeah, we're doing that soon in a week. And then hopefully, like I said, the New Year's show, too. I'm not sure where. But nice. um, anyway, after practice, this, this guy, a good, good, good friend who has always been <clears> – <throat> Um, with the classic political lines drawn, right? He's always been left of center, but pretty left, especially on all social views, very, very left, right? And m me, I was always right of center generally. But as you know, the goalposts have moved. They're not the, people the same goalposts. Yeah, the there, people it's not the same line. No, right. the goalposts have moved. The left has gotten so far left they're insane. So far left, so far out that they're groovy now. You know what I'm saying? They're so far They're in a different left, zip code. Guys. Yes. That they've officially pulled the middle more left 
and all the people that were still in their same spots are now like in the middle or right of center, right? Because the left has just gone insane as of late. Well, right. he mentioned uh, kind of in passing. I kind of didn't hear the first part because I was talking to another member of our band. But then whenever I heard what he said, it caught me off guard. But he said, you know, man, especially in light of like... Uh, in light of the past kind of year and a half, two years, man, all the stuff that's piled up, I've just been a real, like, I've been stuck in that idiotic, super liberal mentality most of my life. And he's like, you know, especially after high school, I got real deep into it. And he's like, just really left. And he's like, but now, man, the past year and a half, he's like, I just don't know. And I... It's like, yes. I so, said out loud. I was like, yes, Jake. So there's enough information out there to where the radicals are actually starting to become slightly over or open-minded. Yes. You know, because taking he, in all the information, he, like, oh, crap, this doesn't sound right. He wasn't a radical by any means, dude. Yeah, yeah. But he was a liberal for sure. Right. He had very liberal viewpoints on everything. I mean, everything should, for, at one point, Sounded like it should come from the government. The government needs to equalize everything. You know, reparations, all sorts of stuff. Just the classic talking points. Yep. Just boom, 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 boom. Free everything. And dude, not anymore. Not anymore. And I was just like, yes. It's like, listen, man. I'm not here to say good job or bad job. I'm not here to say what you're saying is right. I'm not here to say what you're thinking is wrong. But what you're what you did is right. Your thought for yourself you're starting to get a little bit outside the box, rather than being yes. that same contained yes. space of just biased information that gets. And I down happen to know all of the people that he's around for the most part are severely liberal. Yeah. So that is a massive admittance, first of all. So that makes me wonder if the the information source has slightly. Skewed or changed, you know what I mean? Of course, so I the guarantee it's podcasts he's coming in, now. Or if it's just, if it's maybe their friend group that, you know, one person speaking out a little bit more. So, you know, I'm I'm, much, I'm interested how the change I happened. would guess, because he did admit, he's like, I've been listening, you know, a lot of podcasts and yeah. stuff. I would guess it's podcasts and maybe one or two of his favorite people probably started yeah. talking that Free way. Free or open conversation, probably. Uh, yep. And... I was so proud. I was like, dude, you're on it. I was like, this is the right track, whatever it is. I said, just just like I just said, though, the right is not right and the left is not right. You have to go policy by policy, day by day, figuring it out for yourself because they're always going to try and tell you what to think or feel or say on something. And it's always wrong. It's always wrong. And he... He finally came to that realization, and that is massive. That's massive for someone to come to that realization at 31, you know, instead of right. 50 or 60. When most people, if they do, that's generally when they start becoming a little more open-minded, if they ever do. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, well, some of them, I've seen them where they're stuck in their ways, and, you know, they're not, you can't budge an old-timer. For sure. You, know, you but, can't teach an old dog new tricks right. for the most part. But if they are intelligent... And they're 
genuinely trying to learn every day, you know, if they have that mentality, I think there's always hope for people. Oh, I agree. Except for (laughs) those ones that generally the ones that have six different hair colors, they got half a head of hair. They don't shave anything. You don't know who or what they are. They don't go by their name. They go by some other name. Those people to me, sorry if I just described you. (laughs) I don't know how to interact with you. Right. In society. And it's despite what you think, you're the bigot, not me, because I love everybody. But just because I now say the, the wrong name or word or the wrong pronoun or something, I'm you a, get upset. Yeah, and like, I'm an we ist. Get, we're just ignorant. We don't know because it doesn't make sense to us. And let me tell you what all I the intent is what it's all about. It's what it's always been about, and that's what it always will be about to myself and people that actually care about other people on this planet. Because if that statement were not true, you would never, ever joke around with your friends because you might hurt their feelings. Oh, yeah. And how many times you call your friends stupid or slap them or, like, trick them, trip them, you know, steal something from them, hide it from them. Because it's funny, it's fun, you do things like this to your friends. I just don't get where where we went so wrong and it what what parents are to blame I'll say that because I'd like to slap them it's just the generations where they get softer and then you know they have kids at a younger age and the kid was already unable to fend for themselves so now they have to take care of another little child yeah. on top of that so it's not going to be good parenting and it's that situation or it's the opposite where the parents were like traumatized or they thought they were traumatized one way or the other real trauma or a false sense of trauma and they overcompensate by i don't want to i don't want my kid to end i'm going to give them everything yeah everything no matter what i don't want any conflict with my kid i want my kid to always come to me and that is so bad it's so poisonous because you're not just affecting you and your kid you're setting that kid up for failure the worst failure the worst failure and he's going to get crushed and or you know who knows maybe even hurt or something and in worst cases what we see a lot of these kinds of kids that they 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 have a variety of end goals in their teenage years and in college years right but one of those end goals that seems to be pretty prominent is what i described with all the piercings the colored hairs and stuff and what happens to those people they get violent commit records or they get suicidal yeah or they get chemically addicted to something like drugs or physically addicted to something like sex and because that they've had unhealthy amounts of love, you know, unhealthy amounts of contact, unhealthy amounts of interaction, they don't know how to be a human being in society. So when they are interacting with regular people like myself that, that just try hard, but we fail, but we try hard, we just, you wake up every day, you try hard, just a regular human being. They meet us and we fail. And oh my gosh, woe See, is me in the world. In the world. How dare yeah. you? No one has ever abused me like abuse. Like I called you Marissa because your name tag says Marissa. And then I said, thank you, ma'am. And you got mad at me because yeah. you're not. I am not a I'm ma'am. I'm not a ma'am. Sorry, I didn't know that. But your name tag says Marissa. All Marissas I've ever met with long curly hair and glasses are 
are women. Reminds me of uh, on Mrs. Doubtfire. You know, wherever he calls, like, I'm not very good with the boys because I used to be one. <laughs> I'm not very good with the boys. Oh, why is that? I used to be one. I used to be one. <laughs> is, is you know you don't fight, That's a great movie. Oh, oh, I can't remember the name the guy screams, but it's something like, Julie, don't make me get the hose after <laughs> you. <laughs> or, or, hi there. Who am I speaking with? I am Job. Job. <laughs> what? I am Job. <laughs> Great movie. Yeah. And so much of that was, you know, Robin Williams improv. Uh, same thing in um, Good Morning Vietnam, or whatever that is. Isn't that what it's called? With oh. Robin, William, Robin Williams. He's I haven't the, seen that one. Oh, you have to watch it tonight or tomorrow. I'm yeah. serious. He is a soldier that doesn't want to be there, like a lot of Vietnam guys. Yeah. So at a rebellion, he... He takes over the Comcast radio host from the boring on air. Here we go. Starting today, we have Reveille. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, good morning, Vietnam. And he starts doing his Robin Williams 100 miles an hour improv comedy. Well, so many of those scenes were improv that the guys in the booth that are, you know, his like sound guys and producer they're they're actually just like cracking up for real because it's it's not written down. It's Robin right. just he, well, he's doing the characters. They're coming around the beam. They gotta see in these tanks. Get down! You know this random stuff, and it's so funny. That's one of my favorite ones, man, by Robin Williams. I was good. I just saved. Uh, what was it called? Awakenings. One of his older ones, real sad. Remember whenever the people come to life for a little bit or something? Oh, I can't remember that. Yeah. I've I seen it whenever We're, I was a young kid, and I saw it pull up on Netflix just added. I'm like, oh, I got to watch that. I remember Big was another good one, too, where he was a, a big Adams. kid. I'm trying to think of other ones he's been, he's been he, a lot of. Like everything. Robin Williams was a big oh, child, yeah. you know? He was Robin still, but he was a child. That was big. That was hmm. a good movie. No, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what he'd say. <laughs> All this craziness, he wouldn't know what to say. Man's been a woman, woman's been a man. Oh, everyone's a horse. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what? But do you think the, uh, I don't know, do you think his mental health could have been prevented, you know? No, that's an... Had he seen that's the an, right people? That's an internal struggle. Uh, I, I don't think anyone, anyone... Um, I think people are finally starting to understand. I'll preface it with this before going into that. I don't believe we have a mental health epidemic. I think it's an excuse. I think people like to dog tail and ride the waves of other people and to have some sort of special thing that can't be seen yeah. or proven in a lot of cases. But they can use it as they an can excuse use it for as anything. an excuse for lack of motivation, for you know, for, for a number of things, man. And it's become trendy to have it in Listen, man. I know for a fact because of my own personal feelings that people that joke all the time hurt all the time they just want to see people laugh and have a good time around them i feel that way i have i call it a calling or a depression it is but you have to use it to help you instead of i guess uh 
feel like, well, it's it's just that thing and it's that time, so this yeah. is just what happens to me. No, it's not, man. No, no it's you not. You got to find an outlet for you it. You got to beat it. You and can control it. It doesn't even have it. to be, you know, like what you said. It could be like a Chester Bennington. Yeah. Where, you know, if you take a look at Linkin Park's lyrics now, you're like, this guy has been hurting yeah, for years and, no and has been anything. throwing it out there. Yeah. Every lyric is about something hard hitting for him and he can barely go on and barely, you know what I mean? It's the end. You know what I mean? It's just, it's crazy. And then no one was the wiser until it happened. We're like, wow. Okay. Like Anthony Bourdain, same deal. Yeah. A lot of people knew, you know, he had, knew he had struggles, but didn't know the full extent but of it. They maybe, also, you know, they, they, they tied it into just his past and his character because he was a heroin addict. You know, mm. he kitchen guy, you know, chef, we're a different breed, man. They're always drug addicts. They're always abusers. You know, they're always depressants. Uh, they're just convicts. They're, they're every low form of life, unfortunately. Cause you they're don't really know. Well, trade. I mean, I guess you need skills, but you know what you I mean? You need a you different can, kind of skills. Right. You right. need a rough and tumble skill. You gotta just a, do it. A dirty I, rough and tumble. Yeah. This has to be done. We're all going to work as a team to knock food out. It's a weird trade. And that's why it's addictive. It's a drug in itself. Out of all the times I've said, I quit. I quit. I'm never going back to a kitchen. You know how many times I've walked out of a kitchen? I've walked out of more kitchens than most people will walk out of jobs in their entire life. Their entire life. But sometimes it's called for. You have think, to. You know. Kitchens are one of those where everything is fine for a year, two, three, and then the very next day you have to walk out because you're like, you're seeing red. Like you're starting to get violent and you're like, I got to get out of here. I'm I might actually hurt somebody. This is insane. It's so crazy, but it's the combination of the company around you. Oh, that makes a huge difference. It's Absolutely. massive and it's after being in it so long, it just no matter how positive you try to be, it honestly, I don't want to give no hope to people out there in food service and culinary that are going to become chefs, but find the right places to work. Don't settle for for fast food corporate places like that try and go for from scratch kitchens uh stuff that you make things because the amount of work ethic that's required in a place like that versus a corporate or uh fast food place is going to filter a lot of the worthless people right but you have to deal with the honestly the Anthony Bourdains at that point where they are severely hurt from the worst trauma that I can't even create in my head. Some of these guys have had to go through these, these guys and girls have had to go through and that rubs off on you, whether you want it to or not, just being around them day in and day out, six days a week for oh, two years, draining on the soul. Yeah. for Sure. They're like soul suckers. And a lot of the time they're not meaning to do it, but their problems become your problems. Their emotions become your emotions. And it goes back to keeping the correct company because that's one of the biggest influencers on everything. And I'm just proud of my friend that had that realization, you know, politically, because that political realization is going to open up his life for more critical thinking because he's going to use that principle on way more things and he's going to be able to get well, more answers that he right. seeks. Right. And it's simple self growth. 
you, you know, you, you step up a little bit, you kind of venture out of your little comfort zone and it's, it's just better for everything. I think that's, I mean, that's what we're supposed to be doing here as humans, not accumulating a mass amount of wealth, um, a mass amount of properties and things. You're supposed to be helping, teaching and training and spreading love, spreading knowledge, spreading help. You know, teaching people how to do things better, how to do things healthier. Like I'm currently working with another member of our band um, about maybe drinking a little less, moving a little more. Even if it's one beer less yep. a night or yep, whatever, you know, the case is, hey, you're making small steps. Maybe what I was saying is I have, a, I have a really good tactic that I used to use in a lot of my old convict cooks <laughs> that I just couldn't kick meth and heroin and stuff i'm like there's the magic three i feel like you have you have the supplement substitution and elimination and you need to do a combination of all three of them at different levels throughout your entire process of going sober um and this obviously is not for everyone this is a generalization so i don't have time to focus on every person i'm not a drug therapist and <laughs> i'm not a psychiatrist I'm just a kitchen manager or a chef or something. I'm just trying to help my cooks out. So this is what I had kind of figured out. One guy, I said, if you can substitute, supplement, and eliminate those three things in varying degrees, you can eventually get to whatever you want with your addiction to where you're not doing it anymore. So we'll take like this one, drinking. For instance, this individual's drinking almost every single day, if not every single day, right? And it's mostly beer, so it's not exactly hard liquor, but Empty it's carbs yeah, it's, that just terrible for your body. It's really zero nutrition bad stuff from it, because that's one of those things that you can skirt through life on an addiction for so long and not realize how much problem it's doing to you until it's too late, you know. And then you've already done so much damage due to alcohol on your body that it's irreversible um so basically the way this three tier works is you supplement first so what what you can do with him i said okay obviously going from drinking you know four to six days a week you can't just stop no. After you, that, it's that's, very dangerous. That's going to be failure. Yes. Very dangerous, and it's impossible. And just, you'll, just You'll bounce back even worse, I would imagine. So you supplement. I said, okay, don't, don't not drink beer. Buy yourself, you know, some water or juice or something else and supplement. Instead of grabbing a beer every time, every other time, grab a beer and then grab the water the other time. Then you move on to the substitution, where you start substituting one day of week, no beer. No beer. One whole day. Yeah. No beer. Still supplementing water every now and then on those other days, you know, beer, water, beer, water, beer, water, if that's what gets you through. Then your one day, nothing. Then once you get through a couple weeks, add your two days, three days. You start substituting and supplementing. Now the elimination comes where you slowly start eliminating like those that one day and you supplement in a little movement, a little exercise. And once you start doing just little adjustments, tiny 
one and two degree course corrections here. As you know, way down the line, that two degrees opens up and it's massive from a larger perspective. If you were to draw a two degree angle going on for a mile, I mean, the ends would be massive, wouldn't it? If it just keeps growing at two degrees, two degrees, two degrees, it would just be massive and opened up. But seeing that initial tiny, tiny sliver that almost looks like a single line of course correction, you don't see the results. You're like, you know, like, what is this really doing for me? I'm not, I've been working out for three weeks and I'm not gaining muscle. I'm not losing weight. You know, I've been sleeping more. I've been uh, eating right. I've, I've dropped a day of drinking, you know. I'm now substituting water. I'm still not seeing results. You have to stick with it. It's not something that's going to be a month process. Well, you know? yeah, that's nothing the is, you can get it, you know, you can't do anything really overnight. There's nothing that you can or do a overnight. substantial yeah. change that much. Especially when you're talking about something that's ruled your life so much. Right. You know, it's taken such control. The longer it's taken control, the harder it's going to be for you to kick. But it doesn't, it doesn't have to feel that way. Because the second you start feeling like what it feels like to have a good, healthy, clean meal, have a day without alcohol... And a belly full of water and good food. like. So I found this calculator real quick mm -hmm. about uh, basically alcohol calorie calculator. Uh. So say, you know, you have five beers a night for seven days. So you're 35 beers a week, right? That's 3,600 calories, empty yeah. calories straight to the gut. Why don't you say this number? Because I think this number is accurate. I, I was just guessing. Um, I wouldn't no, even no. know. I can put plug it in. Plug in. Is it regular beer, light beer? I can put every type of alcohol you can put in, and it calculates it instantly. Most of the time, it's light beer. Yeah, that's what Light I beer, 10 to 12. A, a week? Day. A day. A day. Yeah. So, okay, so we'll do the minimum, 70 beers a week. Yeah. 7,210 calories. And you know how That's long it takes to burn that off? Oh. That is so much hard work. So you know what I said? Oh. This is why I said don't just start exercising, exercising, because that would be impossible to burn that much off. But what did I say? Substitute oh. and supplement and lower that caloric intake over time to get to a more sustainable level that then with your healthy eating and movement and exercise, you can lower that to a level that is negligible right. at that point. And you've kicked your habit, too. To lose one pound a week, you need to consume 500 fewer calories a day than your body burns. Yeah. yeah. So and think he about that. has not yeah, been in a calorie deficit for that's to lose one pound 17 a week. years, if Yikes. I had to guess. You know what I'm saying? Maybe ever. That's another thing, folks. Calorie deficits are real. Intermittent fasting is real. Try to set yourself, if you're interested in this and kind of eating a little cleaner and maybe maybe you have portion control issues or you you uh, snack all the time. Like I used to have a problem eating late just due to my work. I would work all the day. I wouldn't be hungry in kitchens at all because I'm smelling and cooking food. And then at night is when I would get hungry. You yeah. know? And I work night shifts, so my breakfast time is 5 p.m., yeah. 6 p.m. So whenever I'm eating, like especially on my days off and stuff, like I get hungry at two thirty a.m. My lunch is at midnight, you know. So it's like, it's it's pretty hard to eat on the opposite side of the spectrum for sure. Yeah, and rather than you know set like uh, a timer of like you know at three p.m. to this time, I'm eating. 
you have to set your own window. But generally, I set like a six-hour window for eating. That's it. Four to six-hour window. Set it, and that's when you're eating for the day. The whole day. Just that window. And what happens is your body's actually able to almost naturally go into the state of ketosis. Like, I know, I know you guys have heard, like, the keto diet, ketosis. The keto diet. I don't necessarily like that diet unless well, because I'm advocating people for People are eating loss. pounds of bacon and yeah. chewing, you know. <laughs> Drinking whipped cream. Biting off the block of yeah. cheese like it's going out of style. Like, come on. But, you know, there's, there's, there's a right and wrong way to do it, but... I will advise keto diet for someone that's looking to lose weight. If you're severely overweight or obese, I'll tell you what. Elimination diet, exercise with keto, you'll be there in no time. That is a super effective way for burning calories because you'll eventually start eating your own fat basically due to intermittent fasting. And it's a like it's kind of a miracle how it works. But if you're already, you know, not severely overweight, I don't really recommend it because it's not fun. That's not a fun diet no, at all. Instead, no. just eat right most of the days of the week. And it's so easy to throw off your ketosis if you yeah. eat, you know, just like if you slip up one time, you kind of screwed up your whole week. Well, on, all the, all, know, all the all keto the foods in the store are not keto not friendly. Not truly key, correct. I listened to that That's on Rogan. That was, heard, yeah. They were testing them I and almost none of them They said most of the things that said, oh, this is a healthy choice or whenever, you know, they had the labels on whatever the food product is. It has is. healthy ketones. It, it. Oh, this is good. No sugar this and no, this is good. No gluten this. Like nine times out of ten, those are the yep. worst things it for you. It spiked their blood sugar and it brought them out of ketosis. Yeah. Which makes them feel like crap. Yeah. Because of their diet change, their severe diet change. So again, eat right, smaller portions, eat natural, eat green, go to farmer's markets, hunt for your food, you know, try and find people that have access to real meat and vegetables <laughs> and cook them, roast them, you know, grill them. If you even want to fry them, I don't care. Just right. those vegetables, even fried, are way better than those canned things and stuff in the store with all sorts of sugar or salt water added to them. Or even preservatives or any of that crap. I mean, that's not good for your body. If you know, if it's something to keep a can fresh for 10, 20, yeah. 10 years, 20 years, like you think that's going to be good and going in your yeah, body? The fresh stuff in smaller amounts and the right times of day will honestly do like 20 to 30 percent of the work for you and i would say the other you know at least half of whatever's left would be portion control yep. if you're going if you're going to golden corral and just suey you know eating everything no it's it's terrible for you i've been down that road that's why i'm still kind of a chunky kid you know yeah there's no buffets <laughs> when you're trying to watch your weight yeah. um but uh, there's smart ways to do it it's, it's just self-control self-control and a lot of people don't have that it's teachable it's trainable you have to teach yourself though you can't have someone teach you it for you they can show you habits and tricks and tips to kind of stay organized and stay on top of it but yeah there's a there's a couple good tips i've heard is just smaller plates if you get yeah. a big massive yeah, tray small, you're gonna fill plates, that up small plates tiny plates and then another thing is whenever you start feeling full stop eating yeah as simple as that don't go back for but seconds. But that's go back also for another thing. A lot of them don't feel full yeah. because they don't recognize that feeling anymore. You know, a lot of them are past that point where they, because they don't have portion control, they've kind of hypnotized their brain into just not having portion control. Yeah. And 
it's teachable, it's trainable, and it's workable. Um, you just got to get through it. And if you need some motivation, look no further than David Goggins. David Goggins. Go look up his story. Look at what his picture was before he joined the military. And go look at he his profile. He used to say he now. would drink a what was it like a chocolate milkshake every other day or every day, yeah, you every, know, just massively day. overweight. And then he just changed his mindset and just just powered through it. And now he runs marathons and just ultra marathons, and ridiculous races, stuff, yeah. and just turned his life completely around. He said he wanted to be a Navy SEAL, and he said it with intent. He yeah. didn't just say it into the ether like he became a does. freak athlete. Yeah, and he clearly was never a freak athlete growing up you see his pictures and everything and he looks depressed sad and he looks hopeless but he found hope he found change and he worked for it and now he spreads it to everybody well yeah he sees the results on how drastically it changes life so he you know why wouldn't you want to spread that to everyone you possibly can it's totally possible i mean i have some friends that are two and three hundred pounds I don't have any more friends that are bigger than that. I don't think, we, you know, like in the fours and above, thankfully. I don't, yeah, that's I don't that's think huge. anymore. That's I th- big. I think we've lost one or two of I've them. I've lost a couple yeah. buddies that were well over that, had yeah. been overweight their entire life, never really did anything yeah. it, with it. And, and it's sad, man, because here I am. They didn't even make it to their 40s, you yeah, know? exactly, exactly. That's what I was about to say. It's like here I am just now 31, and there's people younger than me dead for not taking care of their body at all. And that's what I was kind of, that's what kind of sparked the conversation with myself and my friend about him and his drinking and stuff was I, I was listening to him, um, set up at band practice. He walked up, I counted the stairs. I, I believe there was 14 stairs or 15 stairs and he was winded for about 12 minutes I'm trying to think of, man, I heard something that was just pretty profound the other day. The guy was giving an analogy. He said, what if, okay, you're given a car for the rest of your life? The one car. Yeah, that's it. You can only get is the one car. That's all you're going to be driving. And then, you know, what are you going to do? Of course you're going to take care of it, just like it's gold. Well, then he switches it over like you have one body, one mind. Why wouldn't you take care of it? Well... After I was met with hesitation and fear and excuse, because that's what excuses are. It's just the hesitation oh, yeah. and fear. Yeah. It's a big change, man. So you the don't want to dive lifestyle. in, so give an excuse and you'll get out of it and it's fine, you know? Well, what I feel like kind of got through, I said, man, imagine, imagine you're 30, right? Imagine 60-year-old you standing right here in front of you what would you say to yourself what are they gonna say what would you say to yourself how sick of you would you be that you would beat the crap out of yourself for the way you're talking the way you're thinking about how he loosely said i don't really care about the future loosely Mm. and i was like Excuse me, because you are, you made a commitment currently with someone, not a permanent commitment, but you, you made a commitment with someone and that someone has a very special someone in their life too. And it's a child and you've made a commitment to both of these people and you tell me you love both of them. You can't not think of the future whenever the next generation is right there counting on you. You can't. You you can't. Because if, 
It's 60. easy to be selfish, but whenever you're in charge of other people's lives, you can't be selfish. No. And that's the same thing as the car thing. It's if if I said if 60-year-old you even existed. Yeah. What would Who he knew? say to you? <laughs> and that his face went Yeah. Oh, I never thought about it like that. And it's like Man, I mean, that's the only way to think about it anymore. You don't get your brain back. There's no way to heal your brain that we know of at all right now. Out of all the... We can help regen limbs, attach faces on people. Attach faces. You're you're talking the miraculous things we can do. Valves and hearts, you know. Yeah, swapping organs from people to people. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Can't fix brains. Yeah. And we know what alcohol does to every organ in the body, and specifically the liver and the brain. It makes you so dumb. Eventually, so dumb. You just slowly get dumber and dumber and dumber. And it's the alcohol just killing brain cells. It's just killing. It really does that. It's not the D.A.R.E. program. Oh, marijuana kills brain cells. Alcohol, you know, meth kills brain. They just throw the generic stuff at you to yeah. try and keep. No, this is real. We know what alcohol. It's been around for thousands and thousands of years, being used by every single people group just about in society, just about. And it's very clear what it is for and the advantages it gives and the mental health that it can do in small amounts around friends in the right s- situations, it's a it's a beautiful thing. That is why it was relevant back in Jesus' times, not well, only for water quality have, yeah, and purity, clean, but clean water. Yeah. It, it brought people together. Right. It brings emotions. You talk. You, you lower inhibitions at the right amount, and you're able to talk more and connect with people. That's undeniable. But the second you get one drink too much, we already know what happens. Yeah. It's poor choices. Bad. No, you know, it could go, it could spiral out of control. And that, that's but it's crazy. Stuff. The, the hold that it has on some people, but not other people. Yeah. For, for me, I'm not a big drinker. Will I have a beer every now and then with a steak dinner? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. But there's, you know, I personally know of a person that passed away not too long ago that they couldn't get out of that hole. Yeah. They drank every day yeah. until. They were told by doctors, hey, you have every one of your organs failing. If you take one more drink, you will possibly die. And she kept drinking. Yeah. She had a you know, a little daughter, three year old yeah, daughter. That's the sad Married things. and everything. And now, you know That's how powerful single father is. just because of that nasty bottle. That's it. And I know people would like to say, Well, it was her addiction. Listen, mm. it was her. Yeah. It was her. Sorry, unpopular decision. It's her. When you make decisions, you make decisions. She continually made decisions, and I'm sorry, I have no idea how you could have your own flesh and blood in this world as a child and get told you are going going to to die. die. You have a daughter. You're going to die. Maybe if you stop. Maybe. You might live another year if you're lucky. I would want every single spare second I possibly could. Right. And, and it got to a point where you know I knew one of her other friends and stuff too, and they were saying that, like, she she knew she had a problem. She didn't want to tell any yeah. of her friends. Only a select few people. I didn't even know it came out of the blue. I you know I haven't talked to them in forever, but it just came out of the blue, and then all of a sudden they're gone, just like that. 
and their their last day on earth basically they had one or two select friends not much of the family even showed up yeah and it's just you know saying goodbye to your daughter like because how do you do that it's much easier just to say goodbye when she's dead yeah sorry but i mean that's the sad realization that you're putting your family and friends through they're so upset with you and your decision so disappointed I wouldn't want to be there either to say bye no. to her. But she was full. She was full of shame. She knew that of course. what she was doing was terrible. Yeah. But she couldn't get out of it. I didn't mean, she, want anyone to know. She didn't want to get out of it. Maybe that's completely. It. Yeah, because she could. You know, but eventually she couldn't. Right. Eventually she couldn't. But you know, everyone has decisions, and you get many, many, many options. For the most part. Most people get many chances to mess up. Oh, yeah. Some people make a bad, bad, bad mess up and it's the end of their life, you know, whether it's really the end of their life or they get locked in prison forever. But you you get granted opportunities to change. You get given people in your life that will grant you help, that will grant you opportunity to change, that will be there with you. You might not know it. No. You know, but you have to open up about it. You got to find those people that you can trust and they trust you. Real people, real people like my friend that thinks for himself, that came to this conclusion by himself. That is an individual. That's an example of an individual that you would want to keep around you. Someone that is not scared to actually talk about his weaknesses and what he learned. And then open for even the slightest amount of change is wonderful. Yeah, because that that could legitimately save your life. You know, that's it's a it's a weird situation. I mean, I remember, I remember who you were talking about. You know, and that yeah, is just a horrible, horrible situation. I don't know how bad it, well, it, it's got to be. I don't know. I, you know, I've I have close friends that's committed suicide and over the dumbest that we think it's the dumbest things you know for me personally it was over his girlfriend you know she was cheating on him or whatever else and she you know and so he went back up to his apartment got blackout drunk and killed himself like yeah. what you know man a relationship like that isn't and worth just a ending your weakness, life like just, just a moment of weakness he was exploited and yeah. manipulated enough and what's crazy is i was uh gonna move in with him i don't know if you know charles but uh he was a guy, we were looking at apartments and stuff, and two weeks later, he killed himself over his ex-girlfriend, so yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another big thing, the whole suicide thing. It's not helping anybody. That, that's just the coward's way out. That's not, you know, that's the, the most selfish way you can go out. You are the only person that's not affected in my eyes. And you're affected eternally, but that's right. for yourself to get through at that point. If you believe it or not, you can go down that rabbit hole you know, in that realization, but you know, this is not your life. Did you ask to be born, Tyler? No, no it just happened. This is not my body. I and in, I inhabit it. I was given this body. I was given this life. I was given every single thing in my life. I was given. So, it's not mine to take. So be grateful and don't squander it. Taking my my own life would be stealing seizure. Because this isn't human. That's killing a human in my eyes. Because this isn't yeah. this isn't my body. I didn't I didn't create this. I, you know I I just inhabit it. It's it's a weird thing, you know. But if you don't have faith, if you don't, you know, 
have a personal relationship with with God or whoever that might be for you, whatever that might be for you. I could see in your darkest times on this earth, this earth can be so painful, empty, lonely, and dark, and I have faith. Right. So imagine not and being alone. And not having those, <laughs> yeah, kind of foundational steps to where you have something to believe in that's good and pure and positive rather than all the negative toxicity in this yeah. world. I would encourage everyone to find something. Um, not saying go my route, but find something. Search for yourself. Figure out what brings you true peace, true happiness, stuff that helps you to help others. That's like a communal thing. Nothing that's a, a personal like attrition, like, you know, I'm going to gain, gain, gain. I'm going to collect everything. I'm going to eventually be super knowledgeable that I'm going to, I'm going to be so advanced. I'm going to be woke. I'm going to bust up into the next level of knowledge. That's that, that's not what I'm saying. You know, it's, you, you have to find your light in the darkness and I'll tell you there is one and there is a true one and it's God, but I need you to find your own way. That's just my own path that I found and chosen and I could strongly recommend it to everybody but it's for you to find yourself and that that light helps out tremendously tremendously in situations that you don't see tomorrow ever coming like your friend that didn't think anything but tonight yeah right now I feel so bad okay I understand that I sympathize and I can empathize with that but go to sleep about it wake up tomorrow yeah See what happens. Because I bet you, you're probably going to feel not quite as bad. You're still going to feel bad, but not quite as bad. Not quite as lost because it's daylight. The sun brings great things like vitamin D. Go stand out in that morning sun real quick. It'll make you feel better. Go have yourself a little breakfast with some coffee. I guarantee it'll turn your day around just slightly. Yep, sit in silence. And if you don't have faith, I'll, I'll challenge you to do something. Go, go in the woods somewhere. The nearest trail, park conservation area maybe it's by a local fishing hole a pond river stream ocean wherever you're at that you can find some peace and serenity there's nothing more cleansing to the mind and soul than just getting out in nature and just being one with nature and if you sit out there and i'll dare you to do something if you don't have faith but you're not against it i dare you just to talk talk to god and see what happens just ask if he's out there just a regular, regular conversation. There's no fancy words. There's no fancy speech. There's no secret lines, catchphrase, keywords, passwords, nothing. Just speak from the heart. You just talk. Just say, I hurt. I'm lost. I don't know where to go. Give me a little guidance. You'll be so shocked. You'll be so shocked that those simple little conversations are what he desires. He doesn't want a grand, grand elaborate speech that's that's not honest that's not genuine that's not true that's 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 fake and e even if you don't see immediate results who knows that it could be something that god's working out it might be a week it might be a month it might be a year later that hey he's got a plan for you and he's gonna direct you how you need to go yeah the hardest thing in your life is the hardest thing in your life so things might be harder, but you already have a basis of, you know, challenges and traumas that you've gotten through. 
that you can kind of base experiences and your pain levels and I know many times in my life, just like everyone, you feel completely alone and empty, even with people around. But especially when you're when you actually are alone and you're sad and depressed and you're in those really dark places and maybe for some people you're debating using drugs or you're debating going out and doing something. This is those opportunities I'm telling you about. Try and seize that silent time. Go out, find that quiet place, and just talk and see what happens. This is, I mean, crazier things have happened in 2021, right? I mean, we've seen so much crazy stuff all over the board, all weird hocus-pocus stuff to, you know, witches and spells from Harry Potter. There's all sorts of weird fantasy in this world, right? So it's not outside of the realm to think that God does exist and that he could do amazing things for you but you have to be there and ready to accept it. And honestly, all it takes is just an open conversation like that. And you're not committing to anything up front. You're just talking. And I've got more than a couple friends that I've that I've told that same advice to. And I know one of them, I can visually see his life is better. Yeah. Some people <laughs> will take advice. Some people will not, you know. Yeah. And that's free you don't need money. You don't need anybody else. As a matter of fact, you don't want anybody else involved. It needs to be you just figuring stuff out for yourself. Because this is, you know, there's, we have so many problems with friends like we just touched on today with addictions and, you know, suicide and thought process, being lost, being confused, being misguided. You know, where do we find answers? I hear everyone well, what news source do I go to? Where where am I supposed to go to know what's going on? Every single one of these questions has you looking for another man to, to answer your question. And I don't know about you, but I've rarely found answers to life, the universe, and everything in man. Yep, it doesn't exist. Because just like you, they don't know what they're doing. They're trying to act like they do. And we're all just trying to get along here and figure this whole thing out, right? So we try things and we fail. We try new things. Maybe they work. And this is this is just you know a beer bros campfire fun time challenge here. This is the uh, this is the go out in nature, try and find a good quiet time where you can you can relax, you can sit there in silence, and then when you're ready, when you feel it's ready. Just say hey and start talking and see see what God can do do for you. Because I know he's got a plan for everybody. Even uh, even people that are severely distraught, destined for destruction or living horrible lives. There is a way out. And I've seen it happen to people that I know personally and people that I've just seen and it's you know, it's mind blowing what pits some people are able to crawl out of. Um, so there is still hope. It's out there. But I think we're going to start wrapping this up. What do you think? I mean, I I agree. I think, but it, you know, it's free to believe. Just believe. And, you know, there's got to be a higher power, right? We're, we're way too complex to not have yeah. something greater than us here. There's for sure... 
I mean, scientists have admitted the God molecule, they call it, where there was something before the nothing, and we don't know what it is, but that right. something did, in fact, probably create everything here that we know. Right. So they finally met their boundary, which is what we know, and faith had a boundary, and we know that faith doesn't really have boundaries at all, but it can't really explain each other. They just kind of meet. Yeah. It's like water and oil a little bit. Well... I got the perfect exit song, because I know you are talking about In the Light a little bit ago. Let me put on a little DC Talk, guys. We appreciate you guys listening to us. This is Beer yep. Bros Campfire Fun Time. I'm Grant. I'm Tyler. Thanks for listening. <laughs>